Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplex's Scores and Safe Points. Today is April 1st, 2021. That's right. It is April Fool's Day. Yeah, and we had to watch out for that fake news, y'all. Uh, there were a couple. Duke got me. Uh, Duke University got me for a second. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you've been seeing some major news breaking um it may or may not be true uh, <laughs> just, yeah. uh i am ryan uh that other voice you hear is my co-host my brother nathan what's up everybody and uh I, yeah I, as you I, I got i got a good one for you you ready yeah. i got a good one for you best do you or you think you know me <laughs> that was my favorite part of nxt <laughs> And then he said, on this day. <laughs> yeah, on this day, I am North American champion. Yeah, so as you, if you don't know, we do this daily now. Uh, Monday through Friday, usually posted about 7 p.m., usually when they go up. Uh, and so uh, today we're going to be talking the news from yesterday and some news that dropped today because, you know, and uh, we're going to start with sports. Uh, we got a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of college basketball news. Um, one of them, Chris Beard will be leaving the Texas Tech Red Raiders, and he will be joining the Texas Longhorns. Oh, that's like seems like a lateral move, but okay. That that sounds like that sounds like something you just can't do. Yeah, that sounds like somebody going from Kentucky to IU. Yeah, I mean, they're both – it's games like a lateral move to me. Maybe like a downgrade because Texas didn't make the tournament and Texas Tech did. And they play in the same division. Yeah, that is a weird Or they play – they both in the – they're both in the, you know, Big 12. So, I don't – That must just be a money thing. Had to be. Yeah, had to be. Um, yeah, it had to be just be money on his end. So, uh, yeah, so that's one of the big ones. Uh, another big news story. Roy Williams has retired the long time college basketball coach, um, with North Carolina is retiring with more than 900 wins and three national championships. Yeah. 30, 30 something seasons. Uh, 33 seasons as a head coach um, at UNC. He was 485 and 163, and he Jesus. won three national championships. Surprisingly, so, he never won one with Kansas, though. Yeah, he never won with Kansas, but he did go to, like, four Final Fours. Um, that tells you how hard it is to win a title. Yeah. Considering he played – he had 33 years, and he only won three championships. Um, basically he said that he no longer feels he's the right man for the job. And he said that it's time to time to leave. Um, so yeah, I got, I got a feeling coach stays not far behind. No, he'll, he won't be far behind. Um, one of the, <laughs> one of the, one of the biggest, um, one of the best coaches ever in college basketball. I mean, 
he had 418 wins at Kansas and 485 wins at North Carolina. Um, that's nuts. <laughs> God damn, did he even lose at Kansas? What the hell? He was 418 and 101 at Kansas. Wow. He won nine conference titles, four conference tournaments. He made it to four Final Fours with Kansas, five Final Fours with North Carolina. Good Lord. Uh, so he went to nine Final Fours and three national championships. That's insane. Uh, so, yeah, he was one of the best. And uh, now North Carolina will be on the search to find his replacement. Good luck to that guy. God. Good luck to whoever has to, you know, take over for Roy Williams. <laughs> that's that's going to be no easy task. Um, and other college basketball news, Iowa Hawkeyes forward Luca Garza uh, wins college basketball player of the year. Yay. No. <laughs> Um, he ran it runaway choice. He, get, he received 50 of 63 votes. Um, uh, Ao Desumu had six, and then Cade Cunningham had three. He's definitely going to uh, the end. <sighs> he was a senior anyway, Nathan. He was a senior anyway, so yeah, he was definitely leaving. Oh, okay. Um, but he did average <laughs> he did average twenty four points, nine rebounds, and two assists, shooting fifty five percent per on the year. Uh, those are pretty good numbers. Um, Very good. Um, Ao Desumu, who finished second, had twenty points, six rebounds, and five assists, shooting forty nine percent. Um. So yeah, I I kind of expected Luca Garza to win it. I mean, he was the front runner all year long. So, uh, no, no real, no real yeah. shocker here. <laughs> um, let's see, let's get into some scores from yesterday. Yeah, from Wednesday, March thirty first, we had some NBA action as we always do. Uh, the Trailblazers beat the Pistons 124 to 101. Uh, the Heat beat the Pacers 92 to 87. Mavericks beat the Celtics 113 to 108. Nets beat the Rockets 120 to 108. Jazz beat the Grizzlies 111 to 107. Timberwolves beat the Knicks 102 101. Thunder beat the Raptors 113 to 103. Spurs beat the Kings 120 to 106. Bucks beat the Lakers 112 to 80, 97. Lakers continue their downhill slide without LeBron. And the Suns beat the Bulls 121 to 116. Uh, moving over to hockey. On Wednesday, the Sabres got a win as they beat the Flyers 6-1. to That is only their seventh win on the year. Crazy. Um, (laughs) Maple Leafs beat the Jets 3-1. Avalanche beat the Coyotes 9-3. to 
Uh, Kings beat the Knights four to two, and the Shark beat the Wild four to two. Uh, baseball is starting today. We will have all those scores for you tomorrow. We'll have all of the opening. Did you opening say nine? To, did you yeah. say nine to three? Yeah, yeah. The Avalanche won nine to three. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we will have all of the opening day scores on tomorrow's podcast as today is opening day bunch of games currently happening some games already finished some games you have to go but we'll get into all of that tomorrow yeah baseball 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 baseball's back yay um that's all the sports i got nothing else really happening right now it's uh we did all the scores uh one of the one of the tennis tournaments not a big one, but one of the tennis tournaments got canceled due to COVID. Well, yeah. And one of the opening day baseball games did too. Uh, yeah, the, the Nationals. Game, uh, the Nationals yeah, game. Uh, you know what? I was looking up on this day in sports, and uh, nothing major has happened. Uh, well, let me go back. Oh, there's got to be something. Let's go forward. Never mind. I didn't have them all up. Uh, let's see. Um, in 1972, the MLB players staged the first ever collective strike. Uh, 1973, well, Boston Celtics captain John Havlicek scores career high 54 points. Um, uh, let's see. In uh, uh, in night, this is a sad one, but in 1993, Alan Kowicki, who was national Winter cup champion, died in a private plane crash en route to the Bristol for the Food City 500. Yeah, uh, in 1991. Uh, Duke beat Kansas for Duke's first title. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, uh, some, some major were, they were big things. And on this day in 2002, Maryland beats Indiana 64-52 for the national championship. The last time Indiana... Well, no, you didn't have to say that one. Okay. The last time Indiana was relevant in basketball. <laughs> didn't have to say that. <laughs> I've been, I, I kept saying I was going to keep doing that. Then I forgot the last couple of days. So I'll keep trying to keep doing that. <laughs> um, so all right, that's, that's going to do it for sports. Um, let's move on. Was there any video game news? Uh, not a whole lot, but um, one of the biggest reporters of uh, video games, one of the biggest like news things in uh, Japan got, got shafted because they 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 usually you know these news sites and stuff they try to make sure their sources are legit before they run with a story but i guess because it was halo infinite that kotaku uh japanese uh website decided to run with the story and try to be the first one to break it and the story was there was a, a twitter account that was looked like it was legit for halo 
saying that Halo is not going to be coming out till summer 2022. And uh, Kotaku ran with this, had a big story on it. But if they would have just took a little bit more time to scroll down on the Twitter account, they would have saw an ad for women's vibrators <laughs> right below it. And they would have realized, yeah, this is not a real Twitter account. So they put their uh, journalistic credibility on the line, and it backfired. <laughs> All because they wanted to be the first one to break some news. Wow. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's lovely. <laughs> Oh my God! See, that's that, I mean that, and that's the uh, reason everybody wants to be like the first to do shit. Yeah, it'll come back and bite you in the ass. Yeah, going through my Xbox uh, Series X uh, online store, and uh, I realized there's some games coming out this year that not hasn't got any hype, and I figure you know what. We're going to hype them today. So, there's a new Dungeons and Dragons coming out called uh, Dungeons and Dragons uh, Dark Alliance, which is a remake, a reimagining of the Dark Alliance game that came out on the GameCube and PS2 back in the day. And this game, Ryan, there's a gameplay trailer that leaked two weeks ago, and I watched it, and it looks like God of War or Assassin's Creed Valhalla-style gameplay in a Dungeons & Dragons game. So, I'm all for that. And it's got four-player couch co-op, y'all. Woo! That does not happen very often in nowadays, let me tell you. Woo! Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. Also, there is a game called Rust. I don't know if you've heard of that one, Ryan. It's been a computer game for a long time, but it's yeah. getting a release on uh, on Xbox and probably PlayStation 2. I don't know. Not PlayStation 2, but PlayStation also. Yeah, it's coming to PlayStation 4 as well, yes. <laughs> um, but it's uh, getting a release later this year in like June, I think. And it's, uh, it yep. looks pretty good. Uh, there's also a game called, I can't pronounce it, but it's like Naka Rock Moon, something like that, but it's like a, it's a bounty hunter game. It says, Hire Gun, Gun for Hire, something like that's the name of the game. And that game looks pretty interesting, too. He's got a dog. Apparently, apparently the dog plays a big part in it, and you're a mercenary. You're killing people for, for money in an open world, so...
parking a goat for years and years and years, and they just gotta keep adding shit to it. But is it sounds like it, you're gonna have to put a lot of money into this game. So I, I don't know if I'm gonna try that one. Is it called uh, Hood? It, yeah, it yeah, Hood. Uh, I mean, it, it, it looks okay, but. Hood, Outlaws, and Legends? Is that what it is? Yep. And if you got to put a bunch of money into it, though, I I, I don't know about giving that a shot. I, I ain't into those game, game service games, you know. I, I'm not into that. Uh, I feel like there was one more really big one, but I can't remember what it was. Oh, the, the Back for Blood game in June. Left for Dead, Left for Dead, uh, reimagined if you will so that one that one's gonna be a good one too so those are some games that you know they're not getting a lot of love didn't really hear about them all that much and uh yeah they're coming out soon they're all coming out within the summer so yep figured i'd hype them up a little bit um there is a uh in cheating news, uh, hackers have um, basically uh, there's been a campaign by hackers to try to get Warzone players to download a fake cheating engine. After players run it, the malware malware can then go to go on to infect the computer with whatever payload is chosen by the hacker. So, Call of Duty, well, Warzone has been flooded with hackers um, and it is, or cheaters. Um, so it's crazy. So this is this is cool. Wow, this is pretty cool that they're trying to target hackers and get them to, or trying to target cheaters, try to get them to download this fake cheating, uh, fake cheating uh, engine to, you know, infect their computer. Because screw yeah, you. Yeah, but it, it got it got leaked out on the internet, so now they go download. Well, no one knows what the name of it is. You know, there's a million cheating things out there. I mean, true. So, um, I, I got uh today in the video game news. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of a lot of video. It's a lot of Nintendo, Nathan. Um, Nintendo in 1994, Nintendo releases Super Metroid video game for the Super NES in the U.S. Fuck yeah. Uh, in 1997, Doom 64 was released in the U.S. And in, I've actually been playing that recently. And then in 2000, Nintendo releases the Pokemon trading card video game for the Game Boy Color. Well, that was a big one. And then in 2003, Square and Enix complete merger to form Square Enix. Yep. And that's uh, that's today in video games. Those are all pretty big. Uh, there's a couple other ones, but they're not, you know. Doom 64, uh, I'd say, is probably not very big. But, you know. In 2002 was the first time Sony had the greatest hits games where they reduced the price. Um, that was the first time that happened today. It was 2002. So, there you go. And everybody probably thought it was fake because it was on April 1st. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for gaming. Let's get into uh, the, the, the no, no game releases today. Um, poopy. 
I mean, there might not be. Let me check real quick. There might not be. I think last week, Thursday, was a slow, slow day in gaming releases, too. Um, so today, April 1st, we've got uh, we got four games coming out today. Uh, I guess I could do yesterday's as well because I didn't do those yet. Uh, March 31st, we had Squad Killer for the Xbox One and PS4. Life, Escape from Life, Inc. for the Xbox One. C14 Dating for the Xbox One. Uh, Freddy Fraz, Fazbear's Pizzeria Simulator for the Switch. Uh, the Binding of Isaac Repentance for the PC and Radon Blast for the Xbox One. Today, April 1st, we've got Outriders for the P- PlayStation 5. There it is. Dungeons and Puzzles for the Switch. Akalesia for the PS4 and Switch. And Train Station Simulator for the Switch. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. That's the next big game right there. Yeah, that's, uh, that's about it. Hey, we should play Outriders together. I don't have a PS5. Oh, it's not out on the Xbox yet? Uh-uh. Oh, okay, never mind. I don't know when it's coming out on the, on the Xbox. Not too long. It comes uh, out... Oh, I guess it is on the Xbox One. Why was that not... Why did it not say it on there? Well, I, I guess it's on the Xbox One, too. Um, okay. uh, have you played Have you played Retromania yet? I have not. I need to. I have. Yeah. It's pretty good. I, you know, I wish there was more people, obviously, but it's still pretty good because the original, you know, the original uh, only had like what ten people, twelve people, something like that. Yeah. It didn't have a big roster either, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the story mode, you play as Johnny Retro, Ryan, in the story mode. So that's interesting. They highlighted a WWE guy in a video game. Well, he wasn't signed to WWE. I know, but still, that's kind of crazy. So Retro Mania, it, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Versus mode, you have story mode, and then you have uh, 10 pounds of gold, where you fight a number of guys, Mortal Kombat style, going up through like a tournament type deal, to fight Nick Aldis, and after you beat Nick Aldis, you gotta defend your title 10 times. So, there you go, Ryan. It's pretty good. There's a lot more match types than I was expecting. You can do an eight-man tag on that game, Ryan. I'll have to get it. I haven't. Uh... I wasn't expecting an eight-man tag in a game like that. <laughs> Currently, there is no online, but they say they're going to add it maybe later. So there is not. So we can't play against each other yet, but unless you come over to my house. <laughs> we do it we do it old school style but anyway i just threw that out there you know i'll 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 download it and i'll uh yeah i'll uh i'll play it in what sometime <laughs> all right 
Okay, uh, let's get into the pro wrestling before we get into what happened on this day in history. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> on this day in history, WrestleMania 6 happened in 1991. There's probably a lot of WrestleMania's that happened on this day. Yeah, uh, this was the one where, uh, you know, Warrior beat Hogan. Uh, WrestleMania 17 also took place on this date. One of the best, actually. I liked I liked 17. Um, no Triple H in 17, was there? Nah, yeah, he fought uh he fought uh Undertaker. Oh, never. Yeah, Undertaker Triple H had that big brawl that went throughout the whole. Um, this was a good one. This was the TLC. This had Shane Vince. Um, uh, this had the hardcore match between Kane Raven and big show. Uh, then it had Austin rock main event. And then this had also had the gimmick battle Royal. And also on this date, WrestleMania 23 also happened. Jesus. I told you there was probably a bunch of, okay. Oh, uh, let's get into current day wrestling. Uh, let's start off with the good old MLW Fusion, and it was something. It was their this never was say never special. special. Yeah. 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 They had a different announcer. He sounded like a 90s sportscaster. Yeah, he, apparently like, this dude. Definitely, uh, it was like, a, like sports. This dude's president was like a big boxing announcer, I'm guessing. Okay. Well, um, I can tell because he sounded like straight up like I, I thought I was watching freaking baseball from the 90s or something. Yeah, it is Ray Flores. Um, this show was basically all Injustice versus Contra. Um, almost all. What do you mean almost? Every match was. Oh, is that one guy part of Injustice now? Uh, that's what they said. Um. The first match was Gotch versus Oliver. This match was not very good. No. I did not like this match at all. Jordan Oliver gets the win. Ugh. Yeah. Uh. And then the second match, we had Myron Reed versus Davari. This match was not very good either. I do not like Myron Reed and his stupid chest protector. The dumbest yeah, thing he, ever. Yeah. He couldn't even get it on at the end of this match. He had a, like, Davari took, Davari took it off of him, tried to put it on himself, and then then Myron Reed got the advantage, hit the same move that Jordan Oliver hit to win his match, hit it, then went to the top row, or went to the top row to do a springboard fucking splash. Yep. And he was going to put the chest protector on, but he couldn't get it on right. It took way too much time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Myron Reed beats Davari. Um, there was Hammerstone. Did an interview saying on March 14, April 14th, him and Milt Mortez are going to wrestle for the title. Uh, there was an interview segment with Richard Holiday and Gino Medina and Alicia Atut. I cannot stand Alicia Atut, by the way. She is annoying as hell. <laughs> Gosh, she's annoying. Um, and then we had our main event. Calvin Takeman versus Jacob Fatu for the MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Okay. This match was fine. It wasn't great, but it was fine. I, it was better than the other two. It was better than the other two for sure. Uh, but by the end of them, they were both very, very tired. Yeah. Um, in the end, 
Jacob Fatu had to cheat. Uh, Davari gets into the ring, distracting the referee. Fatu hits him with the flag of Contra and then goes to the top rope, hits the moonsault, and gets the win. So Fatu is still world heavyweight champion, but he had to cheat to beat Pinkman. So there you go. Uh, yeah, this show was – I did not enjoy this show at all. Uh, <laughs> man, was this show bad. Yeah. Um, not good. Another show I did enjoy, though, was NXT. The matches were not great, but the video packages and stuff were fantastic on this show. Yeah, the, the, matches, the matches were okay. You opened up with uh, – Roderick Strong and and uh, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, and uh, this was a good match. I mean, now this was pretty good. The opening he didn't was hit fun. Cave in very good though. Uh, yeah, he missed the cave in. Uh, the opening was fun with the Grimes system, um, which was great. That was hilarious. That whole Cameron Grimes Roderick Strong segment was great. Uh, yeah, but Grimes gets the win. Uh, Strong gets distracted. Throughout this match, there was a fan wearing an Undisputed Era shirt, and then Grimes pulled out an Undisputed Era armband, and it distracted strong enough to for Grimes to get the win. And then uh, later on in the show, uh, Roderick Strong left. Yeah. Um, there was a promo of a dog running around the whole show, which is obviously the meaning of uh, um, I of Valkyrie. Uh, I of Valkyrie. So. Maybe it has a new name, though, because um, then we add Escobar, Santos Escobar issuing an open challenge, and Tyler Breeze uh, accepts it. Uh, this was decent, but not very, not very long. No. Um, and Escobar gets the win, which then leads to they go to attack Breeze, but MSK show up, and then GYV show up on the Tron, and they basically hype up there. Triple tag team title match at TakeOver next week. Yeah, it wasn't a fatal four like we thought. Um, Candice LeRae and uh, Andy Hartwell beat Gigi Dolan, and I did not catch the other chick's name. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what her name was, but, but I'm pretty sure that I'm, was the girl Priscilla that. Kelly. I'm pretty sure that was the girl that did. Uh, the tampon. Well, no, not her. I'm the other girl. I know who oh. Kelly is. The other girl, I'm pretty sure, was trained by Booker T. Oh, okay. She was well, the one that they signed from his place. All I know is, anytime I see Priscilla Kelly, and now she has that damn red hair, all I can think of is the red hair is representing the bloody tampon. That's, that's uh, all I can think of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and Indy get the win, then they challenge Shotzi and Ember Moon um, to a match. That match was later... Um, confirmed, I guess, for takeover. So takeover is going to be insane. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, that whole week is going to be insane. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez was walking to the ring, and then Io Shirai attacks her. Um, and Gonzalez beats the hell out of her. Then Gonzalez goes to the ring and has a match with Zoe Stark. This was decent. Um. This was a pretty good match. Zoe Stark ends up losing, though, because of course she does. But Zoe Stark looked good. They are really, they're really giving her some high-profile matches here. Yeah. Um, and then after the match, Io Shirai comes back again, 
and they fight and then uh gonzalez throws her into the uh barricade and then uh yeah they just keep fighting all night then we add an interesting segment as Caden Carter and Casey Carnes, Kat and Zara were supposed to fight Zia Lee and Mei Ying or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, Mei Ying never leaves, leaves the throne. Um, Zia Lee is fighting them both off. Carter ends up at one point, walks up to the, up the ring to Mei Ying and Ying grabs her by the throat and blows smoke in her face. Um, uh and uh yeah carter passes out and then zia lee uh kicks kat and zaro in the face and they get the win now i have a theory on who mei ying is oh yeah it is somebody who is has not been seen in nxt for a while yeah it is someone who was injured about two year a year two years ago that person would be that person would be karen q Yep, I think you're correct. Because I've not seen her in a while, and she's still under contract. It's got to be her. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, then we add Gonzalez and Ashirai again. They fought all night long, and then Gonzalez threw her through a wall. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, we had a great uh, promo for Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole that really sold this match. It's, it's yeah, they showed them when they were younger and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they talked about their whole history. It was great. Um, and then we had the Gauntlet Eliminator Battle Royal. Remember, the first six men out of this match are eliminated and will not be in the Gauntlet. That is, it is only, it was supposed to be 12, but since uh, Roderick left, it is only 11 people. It is Swerve, Leon Ruff, Pete Dunne, Austin Theory, LA Knight, Jake Atwas, Cameron Grimes, Dexter Loomis, Kushida, and Tyler Rust. Uh, Jake yeah. Atlas was the first one eliminated, um, followed by Tyler Rust, and then uh, Austin Theory was thrown to the ground, <laughs> and then he's on his butt, and he kips up to his feet, and then he's eliminated. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Just... <laughs> um, and then Kushida and Pete Dunn eliminate each other, as Kushida had him in an arm bar, and they both uh, fly over the top rope. And so Kushida and Pete Dunn both eliminated. Very shockingly, because I kind of thought Pete Dunn was going to be in the gauntlet. But then we see why later. Me too. But yeah, but then we find out that they're going to fight each other. Yeah, they're going to be in a match at TakeOver. So that's going to be fantastic. So the six people left are uh, Bronson Reed, Ruff, Scott, Grimes, Knight, and Loomis. Uh, Reed eliminated Ruff and Scott. So Leon Ruff will be the first one in the gauntlet and Swerve will be second. Um, Grimes, Knight, and Loomis all team up and toss Reed over the rope. That was the first time Loomis had moved this entire match, by the way. Yeah. He stood in the corner the whole time. Um, Grimes tried to offer money to Knight and Loomis. Knight was like, hey, oh, it's a pretty good deal. I, this might be worth doing. <laughs> uh, but then uh, Loomis said no, and uh, Grimes was eliminated. And L.A. Knight eliminates Dexter Loomis at the end, which did not expect. Well, all right. So, L.A. Knight. I got some issues with. He's missed. He misses opportunity to do some character work, and I don't know if it's because he hasn't wrestled in a long time, and he hasn't been on TV like this kind of TV in a long time, or what. But like when it came down to the three of them, he missed some stuff earlier than this. But when it came down to the three of them, you know, he was standing right next to Dexter Loomis, right? Yeah. He looked right at Dexter Loomis. 
he doesn't even like make a scared look. He doesn't back away. He just acts like Dexter Loomis is another guy. Like he's, yeah, he was talking to him. You know, and going, he looked at him and went, "Hey, man, this might be a good deal. We might, I mean, you know, maybe this is worth it." Like yeah, and so it's like it's like he because he wasn't there, he forgot what Dexter Loomis is. I don't know, like he forgot what kind of character he is. But then earlier in the match, he missed some stuff too, where it's like, oh, like one time uh, he had uh, Kushida knocked over the top rope, and instead of like trying to eliminate him, he just kind of walked away from him. Yeah. And went went to something else, and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. So I don't know. L.A. Nice kind of, he's kind of, I don't know. I guess he's rusty. I don't know. Um, but if they're gonna push him, get better. Um, but this show went off the air with EO and Gonzalez fighting each other again and EO hitting a big dive on like the entire roster. So Yeah. Um I'm glad that they ended with EO and Gonzalez. That was them fighting each other all night long was entertaining as hell. <laughs> just Yeah. Um, so good build. Next week is night one is takeover. So next week's gonna be fantastic. It's gonna be a great night week of wrestling next week. Um, oh my god. But now let's get into Dynamite. Uh, some decent matches, some pretty good matches, and then some stuff that I did not enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we started off with a really good match, Christian Cage and Frankie Kazarian. This was fun. I liked it, but for a guy that's supposed to be out working everybody, Christian Cage spent an awful long, lot of time laying on the ground. Yeah, that's true. He was in rest holds like, for the whole match. That was true. Um, he did take a, uh, flux capacitor though. So yeah. And then Kazarian landed very hard on his God, head. That was, yeah. Uh, that was, that was terrible. <laughs> um, it, wasn't it wasn't an entertaining match. Though. Yeah, it was a good match. Uh, Christian did get the win with the, uh, kill switch and pretty or whatever the hell they call it nowadays. Yeah. After the fifth time of trying to hit it. Yeah. He kept going for it. Kept going for it all match. And I love that move, but the setup for it is. He's got the yeah, very, he's got the slowest very, setup ever. Yeah, very awkward too. He's like Tyler Breeze does it and hits it quick, but Christian man, it's it like he takes forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Christian like said, he's supposed to be out working people and he's wrestling slow as fuck. Yeah, but Christian uh does get the win here, so he's probably going to be the next challenger for the AEW World Title. Yeah, well, speaking of the world title, we had a six-man tag. I'm getting pretty good at the segue shit. We had a six-man tag, and uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers took on uh, Penta, Ray Phoenix, and Laredo Kid. What'd you okay. think of this match? Okay, so I usually hate trios matches. This one was not bad. No, I like this match. Uh, Laredo Kid is amazing. I liked it because the Lucha Brothers and Pin and Laredo Kid. Let's be honest. I did not care for the Good Brothers, but the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid are insane, and I love them, and they are great. And I'll watch any match they're in. So, <laughs> right. uh, uh, no, you know, Carl Anderson, he's he's so they 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 uh, Kenny Omega picked up Laredo Kid for a backdrop. A back our back suplex and I think they were supposed to do a double neck breaker with the backdrop. Yeah. And Carl Anderson got so lazy that he didn't even fall he didn't fall to the ground. 
just stood there. Yeah. I'm Super like, weird. really? Come on, man. Come on. Um, And, uh, you know, Omega only hit about two V-triggers in this match, so there's a win. Yeah. Um, You did miss. That's okay. The, the, the chick's made up for it, but that's okay. Yeah. You did miss uh, John Moxley beating Cesar Bononi, but I understand why you missed it because that match sucked. So I wasn't going in order, but yeah, that match was—it it went a little longer than I was expecting. Bononi got way too much offense in on the former world champion. Yeah, I know you like to like let guys get their shit in and like showcase them, but come on—he's a former world champion. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Then we had, yeah, the women's match. Let's get into that since you segued into that. Uh, Tay Conti and Hikaru Shida, which apparently Tay Conti is the number one contender. Yeah, um, you won a match for that. You should know that. Uh, versus Nyla Rose and Allie. That would be really messed up by getting rid of Tay Conti. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, she looked like a star. Yeah. Um, this match was decent. Um, despite the fact that Allie and Nyla Rose are both not very good. I don't understand Allie. I don't know why she's even there. She is she not good. Not do the crazy gimmick at all. The like crazy whatever gimmick. She can't. She can't wrestle. She should just be a manager. Uh, but this was, this was at the entire Dark Order and all of the Hardy people out there. So this turned into like a big brawl at one point. And the only uh, thing I didn't like from Ty Conti in this match, or well, it's not her fault, but. They had this stupid thing where all of them were standing down there, and then yep. was it was it Ty Conti or was it? Well, Sheeta jumped first, and then they caught her. Yeah. And then Conti jumped off as well. Yeah, it was that was dumb because both was... of them weigh what ninety pounds, so they ain't gonna knock anybody <laughs> down. I'm just saying. When they took out ten people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so, yeah. that was yeah. terrible. Uh, but Allie and uh, Nyla Rose get the win after a distraction by Vicky Guerrero. Which, good God, the referee took about 20 minutes to get over there. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The referees, I get it, but Allie had the kendo stick in her hand. And the referee was standing right next to her. And then the referee walks over to Vicky. Like, she had... <sighs> anyway, uh, Allie <laughs> hits... <laughs> Allie hit Conti with the kendo stick and then her finishing move, whatever it was, for the win. It was. It looked like a damn. It looked like Big Show's move from back in the day. Yeah, oh yeah. It was a final cut. That's right. Other guys, like I say, I forgot what it was, but um, yeah. And then we had our main event. Well, we did have. I guess I should mention there was a backstage segment with the Inner Circle and uh the Pinnacle. The Pinnacle. Um, they got attacked. The Pinnacle got attacked. Yeah. They actually, actually, they. You know, for being the brand new stable, they kind of look like punk asses, honestly. Yeah, they got, they got attacked ass. and they got they got made. You know, one of them got threw in an ice ice bath, and yeah, they made them look like chumps. Yeah, they got they got their asses stomped. Um, but yeah, the only part of this I didn't like was the like when MJF inter- opened up the locker room, they were just standing there, and he closed the door. That's too movie ish, too too like that was too much out of like a sitcom for me to like it, but. Right. Uh, but, yeah, the, the uh, inner circle destroyed them and took back their locker room. And then we had the uh, – before we get to the main event, we had the exhibition match uh, between uh, Cody and QT. Yeah, this was bizarre because Cody didn't want to hurt him, and they, they, they played that up, but then 
it was just I don't know. I get why that what they were trying to do. But, um yeah, so and, uh, at the end of it though. Yeah, during this fight, uh Cootie Mar- Marshall punched Arn Anderson in the face. Yeah. Walked out of the <laughs> ring and everyone started screaming at him. And then uh Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, and uh who was the other dude? Uh he's uh, he has not really wrestled. He oh, is Anthony, a professional or an amateur boxer. Yeah, Anthony Ogogo. Yeah, he's a bronze medalist boxer. Uh, and they uh, destroyed the entire Nightmare family. Yeah. Um, they hit a uh, Cutie Marshall hit a uh, pile driver on steel steps on Dustin Rhodes. Um, and he yeah. was going to destroy Cody, but then for some reason, I think I'm pretty sure, like, I don't know why, but a red velvet or whatever came out. And I'm like, I know you teamed up with him once, but. She's part of the Nightmare family. Is she? Okay. She was, she was trained by him. Yeah. But she's kind of basically taking the role of Brandy because Brandy's not there. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. So, Cutie Marshall, now another stable has formed in uh, AEW. So. Yeah, it's stable heavy on that show. Ah, ah. And then uh, we had our main event. The Ar- Arcade Anarchy match. <laughs> Between Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Miro, and Kit. Oh boy! That okay. was... I I will applaud AEW for trying to be creative with their matches, but this happens way too much. Not every feud needs a gimmick match on top of it, and its own special gimmick match on top of it. Yeah, and this one was. I it was. I mean, it already looked silly because they had a bunch of arcade cabinets out there. And they had real arcade cabinets out there on some of them. Some of some them were of them. just cheap yeah. one-up arcades, but some of them were actual real arcades. And man, they had all these they had all these arcade cabinets out there. They had whack-a-mole. They, yeah, they, yeah, they had a whack-a-mole. But they had a fake, uh, fake um, prize wall. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was getting ready to get to that, but they, had a, they also had a fake a uh, air hockey table out there. Man, but, um, yeah, but the but the but yeah, they had this prize wall with weapons on it. Oh my god! So here's the thing. Okay, that prize wall. I'll get to the match or whatever. That prize wall had barbed wire on it. Yeah, but what does Chuck go for? Legos. Yeah, they did a fucking Lego spot. Yeah, <sighs> this is the third. Well, this is like the second time this company has done a Lego spot, by the way, because Joey Janelle and, and John Moxley did it, too. Yep, yep. What the hell, man? I know, and I get it, Legos hurt. Ooh, but it's a fucking hardcore match. It's a it's like a blood feud. Yeah. And you're going to use Legos? Nah, I know. Um, This match was not good. I did not enjoy no. it. The, the, everything looked fake. Everything was cardboard. Yeah. Like everything they yeah, Penelope, yeah, Penelope Ford went through the air hockey table and it was just like it was like a fake little yeah air hockey table it on was top cardboard. of an actual table. The whack-a-mole thing was all cardboard. You could tell the yeah. hammer was fake. Miro picked up a yeah. well. You know what's crazy is the, the the hammer was fake, but yet Orange Cassidy, Cassidy couldn't would swing not it. hit him in the head. He couldn't swing it. He, well, he wasn't strong hit enough. him in the head with it. He hit him in the back with it. Well, Miro hit him. Well, Miro hit him in the head. So there you go. Uh, there was a point where Miro picked up a Mortal Kombat three 
arcade cabinet and they're acting like he was so strong and i'm like that's literally cardboard yeah it was like a one one up arcade cabinet like too but bad. there was no me- mechanical components there wasn't a screen it was no. literally all cardboard i was like oh man he's yeah. so strong yeah he is he's uh. and then the worst part is fucking trent beretta's mom shows up <laughs> it's I mean, a minivan I like that Trent Beretta's back. I like that Trent's back, but... She she kisses his cheek like she's dropping him off for school. Oh, my God. Uh, That's how the feud started, remember, Ryan? Uh, Yeah, I know. This is all over a fucking limo or a minivan. (laughs) Um, And then we had... We we also... Because Trent Beretta came back. And then Chris Statlander also came back. For... I guess she's. I guess when she got hurt is when she wrestled Penelope Ford. Apparently. Apparently, they didn't really say that. And she, uh, yeah, she's the one that put Penelope Ford through the fake air hockey table. Yeah, she put her. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. The match ended. All this crazy shit, and the match ends with Chuck Taylor, which you think it would be Trent since he's the one that got hurt. Yeah, but it's Chuck Taylor of all three of the people, the least, my least favorite one of the three. The least pop, like the worst one. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and that's and including he, Orange Cassidy, who I can't stand, but I would rather see yeah. Orange Cassidy than Chuck Taylor. <laughs> yeah, and and he beats the guy that, you know, if you're gonna beat one of them, you think it would be the, I guess, you know, Miro because, uh, you know, he's the one that's been hurting everybody, but instead, he. But he doesn't like do his signature power driver. He doesn't do a uh, running power slam. <laughs> he does a power slam through tables. But the uh, yeah. That's what ended this match. This match was terrible. Yeah. It was, it was again. They acted like all this stuff was heavy, but they dumped everything on Miro, and I'm like, you just dumped a bunch of cardboard on him. I'm like, come on. <laughs> uh. If you're yeah, going to do was, a match like that, at least make it look a little better, you know? I mean, this was TNA levels, like, because TNA used to have all their cardboard shit. This was the same. This was TNA yeah. cardboard crap trying to play it off like it's heavy and stuff. It, it, this match was not I, – I hated everything about this match. I, I figured you would. Man, I mean, like I said, I'm okay with doing hardcore matches. I'm I, But not every – freaking feud has to have a gimmick match and a, a special like not only a gimmick match not a street fight or a hard it's a special gimmick match on top of it yeah you had the freaking orange bowl thing and then you had the explodey death match thing and then you had this match and <sighs> yeah it's yeah. a little overboard it was this was not the other match is fine on this mat on this show, I, I had no problem with the rest of the matches on here. The other, everything else on this show, I had okay, I was okay with, but this match brought it down for me, and I just yeah, out. and it's what you end with. Yeah, that was their main event. Uh, yeah, I just I can't imagine I would ever hear Jr. call a match like this. Oh my god, I bet he was cringing the whole time. He was trying to make like jokes, but just. Nothing landed because it's <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, that was that was AEW. Other than the main event, was, I like this show. <laughs> yep. 
and that's uh that's a way to end the podcast there buddy uh yeah so uh i don't even know i i'm now i'm mad again <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for joining us again we 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 we, uh put up a new podcast every single day monday through friday so tune in tomorrow we'll be covering nxt uk and that's about all the wrestling we got tomorrow but we'll have other things to talk about as well yep um and uh pretty, pretty soon we'll be covering impact on thursday yeah um Next week's going to be crazy, so we may be doing podcasts on Saturday and Sunday as well. We're not sure yet. Oh, I think we're going to have to. Because uh, we got WrestleMania. Oh, other news, by the way, for wrestling that came out today. SmackDown next week will be a WrestleMania edition of SmackDown. They're going to do the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle fuck Royal. And they... well, fuck. We got everything else special in this week. Yeah, uh, they're going to do the Andre right. the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and a four-way tag team title match on SmackDown. So. You know, I am WrestleMania uh, had a WrestleMania week, and like all the indie shows would do specials, and they do now it's all on TV. Yep, now WWE's doing specials every week. Special after special after special. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next cool. week's gonna be crazy, so I hope everybody's strapped in for next week. I bet uh, there's all together. I bet we're gonna be watching 50 hours of pro wrestling next week. Uh, probably. Uh, so uh, yeah. So, as always, check out the social medias at Sabri ENT to catch up on the latest. We have a blog post now on WordPress. I will have the link to that in the description if you want to check that out. I might be putting up actual blog posts. I'm not sure. Um, I'm going to work on that. On that, See what well, people... What else would you put on it? Well, I have... You can listen to the podcast there. You can watch our latest YouTube videos there. You know, no, stuff like okay. that. Um, but I'll, I'll do like a blog post on there. Talk about stuff. Um... Check out social media. Check out the YouTube page. It's all Sabri ENT. It's it's all universal across the board. Um, as always, thank you for listening, uh, subscribing, and whatever. However, we are. I'm gonna have to put the link. We are on Apple Podcasts too. By the way, I didn't know if I've been saying that, but we are on Apple. Uh, so nice. just search for Suplexes, Scores, and Save Points, and we will pop up. We're on way more apps than I thought we were. Apparently, so. <laughs> Just yeah, we have we have made it, my friend. <laughs> we made it. Uh, so thank you for joining us and listening. Uh, we are truly appreciate all of you. Um, and as always, uh, for Nathan, I am Ryan, reminding you to score if you can, save if you must, but suplex when necessary. Later.